0: This is the Amon Green Show, a 93-7 The Ticket and The Ticketfm.com. Mm-hmm. All right welcome back into the amon green show i'm harrison Arns, running the ones and twos host as always amon green in studio and we want to shout out kendall warnock from a1 automotive joined us on the first segment to go ahead and talk about the awesome deal he's doing for veterans again uh, veterans get your car serviced for free on that thursday just pull up as soon as the doors open and uh, they'll try to get as many in as they can if they got rolled over to friday to get them in they'll do that even if they gotta do it again on monday They'll do that. So word of mouth, spread it out. A one automotive, kind of warnock, awesome opportunity for veterans. But I'm on green. I'll go ahead and throw it to you. I know Nebraska Esports. We had some official rankings you were talking about coming out now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also to Kendall and what they're doing at Automotive uh, Auto One is, you know, veterans,
1: as we were talking right um, we went off um for break, they won't ask for that help. You know, they won't say, Hey, I need help. It doesn't matter how many years they're in and they just built that way mentally yeah. um, similar to most athletes. So, you know, help out, let a veteran know that they could go get some stuff done to their vehicle for free and they don't have to worry about anything. Cause sometimes veterans in a situation that they dump, you know, they dug a hole for themselves because they verbally not verbal, not verbalizing what's going on mentally and physically and emotionally. So do that. That's awesome. It's good to do to help people. It should obviously be something part of your, your mantra mm-hmm. every day, um, as a human being on this planet, because we know we got a lot of crazy things going on in the world. But yeah, over to Nebraska Esports. So the rankings came out um, this week in all the games. I'm curious so, what
0: you guys are in Super Smash, because so, I was looking at your win-loss. You guys mm, are nice, I, I'd imagine, in there.
1: Yeah, so starting off, I'm going to go just like they are, played every week. Tonight all right, it's Overwatch 2, so in about 40 minutes we'll be playing against Illinois, who is ranked number one in Overwatch 2 right now at 5-0. and oh. And we are in the middle of the pack. We're at two and three, in terms of map play. We have six wins in terms of maps, nine losses there. Illinois, they're twelve and one map play on there, and five and zero overall. So that's who we have today. So it's going to be a pretty um, big match, or I say, hard match. Yeah, because they've only lost one round. Exactly. Only only one loss, one round, one map, and (laughs) overall five and zero. So, (laughs) um, so tough match tonight. Good Um, litmus test, but still, yeah, good litmus test still. Got to play the games. Yeah, You know, got to kick the ball off, tip it off, whatever. How you started, watch that clock, count down to one, and then boom, you know, overwatch two. So that's where they're ranked now, and that's who we have this week. And then next game up here is, (coughs) excuse me, Rocket League. And uh, Penn State is uh, 4-0 at at the top of the bracket there. And we are down a little bit. We're sitting at 0-3, so tough season so far.
0: I feel like Rocket League's got to be one of the most competitive esports out there. Just based on, that might be my biased knowledge. Yeah. But that's just because I feel like that's the game I hear nonstop that people seem to always be playing.
1: No, I agree. It's over in all states. All 48 continuous. It, it, it is. Between that and Smash. Rocket mm-hmm. League is a common game. Played everywhere.
0: Kind of older game too. Same with Smash, it right? It's been out
1: since, like well, well, Smash Ultimate has been out since 2018. Rocket mm-hmm. League came, came out like around... Between 2013, 2015, somewhere in there. And ever since then, it's just erupted because a lot of young kids got on it early. Mm-hmm. You know, those kids were probably five, six, eight, nine. Now they're 17, 18, 19, and they just. Schooling did. me when I get on. Oh, this, for my sure. God. The aerials is amazing. <laughs> you know, having to get back on defense and able to defend the goal at the same time, getting back on offense to be able to take that ball and pass it or just shoot it from the goal. Um, once you defend defend it on on the pitch there so um young team for us we have you know Brody new uh, team manager assistant coach there so he's going through the ranks and getting his d- just dues on understanding how to be a coach how to help players develop and that's something where I'm gonna come in and you know, work with some of the players that, that need to get better especially with the off season coming up real soon we have our Christmas we got Thanksgiving break and then Christmas break so yeah, that'll be the time where I would sit with them. And tell them or give them the assignments. Hey, I need you to do this during break when you're playing because we got season doesn't end till end of February. Then we'll know if we rank where we rank at in each game um, to go to the LAN event. And hopefully it's every game we could go Mm -hmm. and play. That's the goal to get all four teams go. If not, we know we got one or two that may go. So we just gotta wait and see. Um, But that's Rocket League. So next on the slate here, Super Smash Brothers. And like you have been wondering, Harrison, Rocket uh, Smash Brothers. We're we're tied. For second, Ooh, right now, okay, nice. so we're so we're eight and one, along with uh, Iowa. It's eight and one, of course. And it's Iowa, of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, so yeah, we're tied with Iowa at eight and one, at number, rank two in the league or in Smash, ranked number one. Tie a three-way tie there. Michigan State University of Michigan and the Badgers. And in terms of map play or matches given and given away, I say we've won three. And lost two there. Um, so we're, we're ranked number two in Smash. And, yes, that's probably one of our betters because I know Valorant has been struggling. So I think out of all four games, Smash Brothers is our, is our best game. And you know, Eric Dundas, redundancy as he goes by in the Discord. Like I said, he's a guy from day one. I mentioned that back in the spring doing um, Smash Brothers social events at the Union every Saturday or Sunday night. And just inviting everybody. And playing, and then for practice-wise, this spring we talked, you know, how they play. Just play, they just play a lot of games, mm-hmm. and getting those games in, you know, those are reps that are going to count as competition experience for them. When you go against, no matter who you are going against, you already been in a situation where you got to fight your way out of, literally, you know, because being a Super Smash Brother. But in all the other games too, that's where, like in Rocket League, that's where a young team doesn't have those reps. So just playing a lot of games, learning little tidbits of playing defense stuff like that in terms of Rocket League, but regardless of getting those reps is what's huge and make any player, any team um, better at the end. And then finally wrapping up with Valorant here. I think we're here at the little, we're, we're at the bottom of the pack here. One in three right now. Um, oh, we have not, I mean, you no, know, we won for some reason. We're, Zero and six in match, mat, mat, play or match play. But you got to win. See, so yeah. that's what I was looking at earlier. It's kind of confusing. That's why right? I was asking you. I was yeah. like, am I looking at
0: this right? Or yeah, am I-
1: no, you're right. I mean, they've so they've won one Yeah. they're one and three overall, but I don't understand why they're 0 and six in terms of miscalculation. Mat, I think match play. definitely miscalculation mm-hmm. on that. And uh, but regardless, we got a victory. Season's not over.
0: Yeah, yeah I was we gonna still say, got pretty a pretty small sample size, so, yeah. to say the least. Yeah,
1: only basically, this is a month or so of matches mm-hmm. right here. So we have the rest of November. We got part of, you know, December before fall break, before we get out of here. And then we come back in January, and we have January. We have mid-January. And we may have, I'm not, I'll look to make sure games are not being played during fall break. I'll double-check that. But from my knowledge, it's obviously once school will come back, then we have half of January, all of February. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of February, we'll know where all the, when the dust settles who's what's everybody's record and then who are we taking to the land event which will be announced Thanksgiving weekend we'll find out where we're going and is that like the cream of the crop tournament yep that's the cream of the crop whoever is the top four and all these games are heading over there and obviously so for the games that we're at right now I'm looking like right now uh smash has a good good chance they, right they, now if they, they keep it up they punch their ticket so they're punching their ticket right mm-hmm. now saying hey we want to be wherever Iowa or um ohio state minnesota Illinois or wherever the Atlanta, the first of Atlanta of the big esports conference, uh, will be here in 2023, 2024 season. So super what are
0: some of the challenges of those land events? You know, what does, what does that bring? That's a little bit of a different Ooh, atmosphere. Great
1: question. I love that you answered that question. So it's going to bring in stuff like environment because we've been playing at home. Yeah. We've been playing in our dorm rooms. We don't have a facility. Ohio state has a facility. Um, I believe Penn state has a facility, um, Michigan, Wisconsin. No, uh, I think Wisconsin, Minnesota. So there's about a handful of Big Ten schools or Big E Sports Conference schools that have esports facilities. So that environment is going to be interesting to adjust, and that's going to be something I'm going to get the players if they don't do it on their own. I'm definitely going to say, hey, let's uh, you know have your roommate, you know. Be cheering in the background, or do something <laughs> that brings in the um the the atmosphere of an in person event. Some distractions on distraction the noises, mm-hmm. the lights. You know, have a, your roommate flash the lights on and off. You know, do something loud so where you get used to the environment, because that's part of playing big games. You know, playing games in general and having the opportunity to play in a situation where, if you played in that event, you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. You get there. There's nothing that's going to rattle you. If the crowd is loud, the crowd is booing. They saying. Your name, calling you, you know, just doing things like that to distract you from being a you know gamer. Um, if you practiced it, then you'll be ready for it. You know, same thing in traditional sports where they, for football, I remember the coaches turn up the crowd noise, bringing speakers out on the field, put it right behind us, behind the huddle, and turn and crank it all the way up so we then can work on not hearing each other and working on hand signals or working on reading lips mm-hmm. so we know that we don't jump off sides. We hear the play call, Um and all in elements like weather because when it would be we were in a you know weather was good for us here but we're going and it's been you know forecast that it's going to be raining on the weekend we we will soak the balls in a bucket of water so we get used to holding them waterlogged get them waterlogged get used to holding a a wet ball so obviously for esports there's none of that going on mm-hmm. but it's that's the mindset you know crowd noise um, obnoxious fans saying crazy things, or um, and lights flashing around. That's some,
0: definitely going to be an impact. The light shows, at those. right? I've seen enough uh, videos where, like, where they announce the winner when the games are going on. You're right. I think that'd be the hardest part for me. Yeah. I mean, it's it's made to be extremely entertaining for all those just sitting there watching. Yeah. It. For the viewers, but mm-hmm. that
1: might, as a player, you, you're you're seeing this red light, and that means y'all just lost. Mm-hmm. You know, not letting that bother you. And you know, you got crowd in the stands chanting a team name, you know, go Buckeyes or go whatever. And you can't, you got to ignore that and just play your game, win or lose. And if you're winning, then you won't hear a lot of that. And if not, if it's a good crowd that doesn't, you know, slow down because their team is not winning, then you're going to be in there for a fight, you know, not only against the team, but against the fans. It's just ignoring and creating what I call making it white noise. You know, it's all just goes in together. And I'm, I don't even, I didn't even realize Half the time that that the fans were saying anything to me about <laughs> me because I was focused on my gameplay and worrying, worrying about the play call, looking at the defense, see where they're lined up and all that. And same here with gaming, you just gotta focus on the the game mode and Valorant to smash fighting the other player against you, Overwatch two getting the payload and holding the point and um, you know Rocket League defending playing defense like it's no other. Just ignore all the sound that's going on in the facility. Once we get there in person,
0: absolutely. And I do want to quick switch over to Valorant because you said that's group right now that is struggling a little bit. What are some of the things you think they need to do uh, to try to improve their record and obviously just continue to develop and to you know learn from every game essentially?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. When I've been watching their games and I call <laughs> I watch the game and then I watch the VOD after the re, you know the recap of the game, and the biggest thing I saw was sometimes you know not on the same page. You know, And I can't really – I cannot hear the comms, so I'm not in comms. So that will bring me back to what are they saying. Are they even talking to one another? Can I kind of see some misunderstanding, you know, we'll have
0: players pushing in the area? That's a pretty high team chemistry game, yeah. right?
1: Yep, yep, it is. You got to have it. You got to have comms on point. Um, so I'm not saying they're not talking. I just don't know because right. I, I can't hear comms. So I'm pretty sure maybe they're talking. Maybe there's a misunderstanding of what, what the player might have said and mm-hmm. covering the area. Sometimes I know one time I saw them go down on down uh like a, they call it a long a long on a map, and they were almost in a line, and three of them got took out by one sniper rifle because they're all lined up, and it's like that's you in a, any shooter, not just Valorant, any shooter, that's like you don't do that, you know, you don't line and if it's two or three, it, 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 try to stagger each other. So if that make make that guy work to kill you, you mm-hmm. know, or to hit you with a headshot. But when they're lined up, you made it easy for them to hit the the sniper there. So that's it's, like old
0: school war style, right there. Exactly. We phased out for a reason. <laughs> exactly.
1: So it's just stuff we you know stuff that's fixable. Yeah. And then I think more of the mental side. Like I talk, I'm gonna talk about this every week because I think that's something in the esports world that really has to get looked at because when you start to lose, you can't type out. You can't you know say am you know this we're not gonna win this when it's only been one match. Um, I seen the commercial. I've been watching it for a couple of weeks now. I don't know if you caught the Dr. Pepper commercial. No, the Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. They got the fan city. Yeah. And it's it Brian Bosworth. He's the mm-hmm. town sheriff. It's that one commercial. is playing now. All the fans in the room are like, oh, the season's over. One guy burnt the pile of jerseys. Uh, the one girl yeah, was, out in the front yard. She's throwing stuff. <laughs> she's throwing all the all the food she just made. She's throwing it on the ground. Talking about her season's over. And then he's like. Byron Bollsworth goes, the sheriff, he's like, hey, that was the first play of the game. (laughs) Like, calm down. So it's like, that's the first match. Don't let it rattle you. You know, Mm -hmm. any of the matches, first to last match, don't let it get in your head because this is is video game competition. So it's going to be like that. It's a winner and a loser. And if you cannot adjust to winning and losing, then you're going to have a hard time because we're going to be playing the games against these teams in the Big Ten where the big esports conference is going to not get any easier. They're gonna get harder because people gonna start recruiting. They're gonna get players just like we are, and players, good players gonna come in and they come good players gonna go. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have players come in that's gonna be with us for three to four years, they're gonna graduate and move on. So that's my job to recruit better players to get them in here and to make sure we always have a competitive um roster. And for then, for the players, once they're here, they practice to get better. They work practice to work together better understanding communication amongst each other, not just in game, but out of game too. So it takes all that. So there's just something where not just all, not just Valorant, but all the teams got to stay consistent with. And then once you learn that, you get that uh, down pat, then it's more of a muscle memory thing. It's always there, but you got to train it just like anything else. You got to train like, you know what? We lost that match. So what we got to come in play wet, you know, play ready to go. I'll say positives from Valorant and any, and Overwatch too, being the shooters, accuracy is on point um targeting is good so the basics fundamentals some of the where map awareness got to get better but overall you know that's what that's what i'm here for but that's why i love doing this because i can help them along with helping themselves and understanding look you're actually this is where you at you're actually not far off you just got to clean these little parts up of communication and map rotation and map awareness and then and play with confidence and not lose it when you get
0: down a match that's at least a good problem to have right you don't it seems like you can at least study up on the x's and o's like mm-hmm. at least they have like the raw skill like the targeting the tracking's all good so at least those yeah. are things it's like hey man just clean these up or her i don't want to say just man yeah <laughs> no, like you're right you're right associating co-a- gamers co-a- to being, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's always just kind of a crazy association too it is cool yeah. though because i don't want to leave out the girls because the more and more time goes on they're a bigger bigger part of the gaming community but yeah. I do want to ask you know, with the you're talking about esports teams are going to be getting across the Big Ten, across the country as a whole. Uh, one of those things are facilities. I imagine are just going to keep keep going up left and right. You know, what are some of the strengths you think once we do get this facility here at Nebraska that you're excited about that you think will really help? Whether it's mental, uh, the team chemistry. You I know, mean, what are the real positives that having a actual base location be for you guys?
1: It's going to be all that, and then you know we could see each other. Like I could see my players, and I could actually be in. You know, arm reached them of talking to them and uh, going over things, breaking down the film together. We have these talks and uh, then, you know, working on the little things that some of them do need to work on um, in each of their games. And we'll be adding more games. We'll be adding Call of Duty, I I believe, for the next season. Um, And then I think maybe hopefully I'm crossing my fingers for. Either Madden or NCAA—that'd be awesome. That's coming out next year. UFC Um, one would be cool too. I would love to pitch that. But and NBA Two K, FC Twenty Four. I would love to see those individual sports games, and then more fighting games: Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Tekken, um, Guilty Gear, um, just to name a few. So it's going to be in person. Once we get to that in person element, that's where I feel I'm in my comfort zone Mm -hmm. because that's where I grew up in. I grew up in the atmosphere around, you know going to a park, going to a field, practicing, going over plays, looking in the huddle, you know, going over playbooks, but then, you know, talking about it after the mat, you know, after the game, after the practice, breaking down film and, you know, talking to the, talking the players through, this is what you should have done or great job here. Keep doing this. This is what I, this is what it looks like when you have all the fundamentals down and you know, what's going on in the map, you know, the gameplay, you know, know how to defend the point or, um, the area you know from the attackers in Valorant so you understand you gotta show them and then when you're talking in person you could give them that information of, oh man, good job. You know, when they see me react or a teammate react. You know, high five they could high five each other. Like you can't right. do that now. You can't fist bump after a good match. Mm-hmm. Maybe for a few of them they might be sitting they might be roommates or they might just say, Hey, I'm gonna come bring my PC over to your room. So maybe a few of them are fist bumping. Because all that is great, you're um, cultivating that that that. Oh man, we just won, and that's I feel like a, it
0: gets rid of that negative energy too. Exactly, right? Because yep. when you, it's a lot. You see it all the time on social media. It's a lot easier to be mean and nasty when you never got to see them.
1: Exactly, and you know, like we see with football, basketball, baseball, and volleyball, they high five each other after a spike. You watch the lady volleyball team; they spike the ball, they get point. High five, they, they go in their mm-hmm. little
0: huddle. When Newsom was running into the end zone after the blocked <laughs> field goal, he's right. getting high five. To exactly. In. <laughs> and so
1: that is going to be a big difference. And that, so when we win a match, everybody, no matter the game, they get to go to the left mm-hmm. or to the right, a fist bump to the left or high five, whatever they decide to do. Because I know the Overwatch team, I will, and I'm, I'm not sure if the Valorant team has this, or the Artist um, Mass players, or the uh, Rocket League team too. I know the Valorant team, they have a little. Like, three, two, one, like, they do a little chant. And so I'm like, now you get, I'm like, doing that in person is going to be way different. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, all right, now do we do a high five now with it? Because <laughs> right now they're, they're saying one, two, three. I just can't remember what they said right now, but it's just like, we're about to start a game, so let's get a little hype, let's have mm-hmm. some fun, and let's go win. And they'll say their little chant and go, and now... That is going to be in person. High fives going to be added or fist bumps or shoulder bumps or chest bumps or something when they get the victory. So that, I think for the players, that's going to be something very exciting for them to have taking place in person.
0: Yeah, it's going to be super cool, and uh, I'm excited to see it um, when it does land here in Nebraska. I do want to talk about the kind of the negativity that's sometimes going to happen in games. When you're at those tournaments, like can other teams, are there rules about what you can all say in the chat, or is the chat shut off, or what does that look like? How well, do they – Kind of, I don't even know if like players be have enough energy to even focus on talking trash. Well, if it's a
1: live stream and most live streams for college for collegiate level, I believe you don't hear the voice chat. You do hear it amongst each other, but the viewers don't. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm assuming, and from what my I say this from my experience in the chat, sometimes it does get volatile because I remember I think it was my Call of Duty team in Lakeland where we were playing. There, we we're playing against a really good team, and then they were saying some rude remarks, and my my players reported to reported it to me, and so they did their job by reporting it, and then I could report it to the tos, the tournament tournament organizers, and so that alleviate that, and then that was a team that actually that had several strikes against them oh. because it was a it was an open open bracket league, and
0: so you weren't the first, and so we weren't the first, okay. and,
1: we, and we probably hopefully we were the last because <laughs> yeah. they got. They got banned for continued trash talking and demeaning the other team and mm-hmm. not not being respectful. You know, at the end of the day, and, and for that being that they probably didn't have would it, would it be in an open? When I mean open league, that means any team can jump in this league. So not even a college team; it could just be a, a team basically off the street. Okay, okay. and Let's... so they don't have coaching, or they have coaching, but that coaching is one of the players, and so that is that's doable in that league. So when you have that open league scenario, then you can find yourself in a conversation or in a chat where you got people being real ignorant and disrespectful. Um, but if you're in with another school that has coaching staffs, that has GMs or uh, game managers and GIGLs G- I- of uh, in-game leaders, then, and then they have the basic fundamental of leadership coaching mm-hmm. is like, they'll just say, GGs, good game. Um, good shot here on that last map, a hey, stuff like that stuff you, you should hear from good competitors that are being, um, i say fair, I mean, being good sportsmen, basically.
0: Yeah, because it'll definitely uh, take you out of a game as soon as, you know, I've had uh, games in Rocket League. I'm sure you're familiar with how how the rankings work. You'll jump up a rank if you Mm. win enough. Mm -hmm. And I'm always at this threshold. Every time I jump up a rank and I'll play twos or whatever... I can tell I'm at the bottom of that rank now. And whoever my teammate is, if I mess up like once or twice within that first minute, they'll just quit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just out and of, they can't take it. Right? Yeah. And it's like, it's that mentality thing, right? It's like, calm down. We, we can maybe figure it out here yet. Yeah. But nonetheless, stay uh, in there, uh, man. It's definitely a big thing across the board. Mentality is always <clears throat> a major factor. But we got to go ahead and throw it to our second break here on yep. the Amon Green Show. I'm Harrison Barnes, running the ones and twos. We got Amon Green host as always. And if you guys want to join the show, 402 464 5685. We'll talk to you guys on the other side.